Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds, two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And Indiana wins the ball game! I think Peyton's going to watch. Intercepted! Colts are going to the Super Bowl! Comes George, got the step and scoffs one move and counts in the foul. He beat LeBron James. Steps in. Puts Pettis. And they're saying he is in. TCU, what was that? Um, I'm not even going to talk about the championship game today because, I mean, what's there to talk about? A 65-7 to blowout in what's supposed to be the best college football game of the year, the national championship. And TCU went out there and played like an elementary football team. I think that Georgia is just that much better than people. And I think that Indiana is way overrated in basketball. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to DW Sports. I, of course, am your host, Will Feller. And we're going to be talking about Indiana basketball today. Very, very disappointing so far, but I'm trying to be optimistic about it because our circumstances that we've had so far are not very ideal. We're going to try to bounce back, though. Follow DW Sports on social media. Our Instagram and Twitter is at DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our YouTube is DW Sports. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go subscribe to that. Our email is DWSportsShow at gmail.com. Our Snapchat and TikTok is at DW underscore sports. Make sure to go follow those during the break. I'm talking about Indiana basketball. They got two games this week. When we get back, I'm going to be diving into that. And what has happened to IU the last few games? You'll hear my thoughts on it. State your comments on our social medias below. I'll see you guys after the break. Peace out, y'all. Welcome back from the break. Hopefully you took time out of your day to follow our social medias and sub to our YouTube, because if you did all of that, it would take probably a maximum of like a minute. So I would really appreciate if you can follow us because how else are you going to keep up with the show, you know? Anyways, IU has dropped two games in basketball, too. And to me, the way our expectations were going this season, uh, at the start, we were all the way up to number 10 in the nation. The way that we were presented before the season, we had higher praise than a lot of teams. We were projected to win the Big Ten. We were projected to be a top three seed in March Madness. So what has happened? Lost two straight games, one on the road by two to Iowa, which isn't so bad as the game at home against Northwestern. I mean, seriously, this team is confusing a lot of Hoosier fans. One reason why I think we're losing is the obvious one. I mean, let's state the obvious. Two starting veterans are out in Indiana's starting lineup. Xavier Johnson and Race Thompson are both out. Xavier's probably done for the season, and Race is done for a while. I don't know about the season, but I know that he is done um, for a while. So 
I don't know when race is going to come back, but the way that they're playing right now, we need him bad. I mean, losing to Iowa on the road is unacceptable. I said in my show, um, actually, I said on my Instagram is what it was, that I think that Indiana has a good shot at losing at Iowa. Iowa was favored, and they were 0-3 in the Big Ten, so law of averages state that they're going to win a Big Ten game at some point, and it's most likely going to be against a good team at home. That's just how the Big Ten works. Teams get fired up to play top 25 teams, and they always play better at home. Perfect situation for Iowa. You got a top 15 team coming in to Carver Hawkeye Arena, expecting just a dub because Iowa's trash, 0-3 in the Big Ten. And look at what happens. Look at what happens. I wanted to address something in that game. A friend McCaffrey going across half court and yelling at IU's assistant coaches. Mike Woodson said that he should have been thrown out of the game. And while I agree, friend McCaffrey should have been thrown out of the game, that's not the reason why we lost. And Indiana fans, Indiana staff, colleagues, whatever, if you are really blaming IU's loss at Iowa because friend McCaffrey got a technical that was waved off, then you're dead wrong. Guys, we are up 28 to 7, 28 to 7 against Iowa, and we lose. In the NBA, it's acceptable because in the NBA, it happens all the time. We're talking about the best basketball players on planet Earth. Obviously, they have the ability to turn it up anytime they want. That's how that works. College is different. And in the NBA, NBA players claim that they play hard defense, but I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think that they're given 100% on defense every possession, especially the older guys, because they want to conserve their energy. Any, but either way, NBA players are so much better that it happens all the time in NBA. But in college, there's no excuse for that. Zero excuse. Because guess what? All Fran McCaffrey did was make an adjustment. And I love IU. And personally, I think that we're going to bounce back. I think that all the kids on IU's team is great. Great kids. Um, I'm sure they're great people, too. I haven't met any of them in person. But I'm sure they're all great people. I know Mike Woodson is a great guy. I've, I've seen him in person. I don't deny any of that about IU. I'm frustrated that blowing a 21-point lead in Carver Hawkeye Arena when we had a chance to move up higher in the rankings and move up higher in the Big Ten standings seems to be so difficult. I mean, I don't understand it. 21 points. And the reason why was because IU has been playing against man-to-man most of the season. And when Iowa made the adjustment and switched to a zone, it was almost like it was a foreign concept. Now, whatever zone any defense is, is in, whether it's a 2-1-2 or a 2-3 or a 1-3-1, like whatever it is, I don't care. Each each um, way to break a zone is you attack middle. You attack middle. You send one of your bigs up to the free throw line. If he's open, you lob it in. That way the defense collapses a little bit, and you're going to kick out to one of the perimeter guys for a wide open three. Clearly, Jalen Hood Shafino can light it up from three because 
What I saw in that Northwestern game from Jalen Hutchifino, the dude literally played like the best freshman in the country. I kid you not. You can say whatever you want about, oh, this guy was a better recruit on ESPN or 247 Sports. I don't care. Look at what Jalen Hutchifino has done the past two games and our losses and tell me that he's not getting more used to the speed of college. He's getting more used to how defenses work in college and how to break them down. I mean, everything this dude puts up seems like it's going in. No matter if it's a step back three, a floater in the lane, a pull-up jump shot, a reverse layup, a combo move to a step back midi. Like, no matter what it is, I feel like every time this dude shoots the basketball, it's going in. That's how good this dude is. Trace Jackson Davis has embraced that he needs to be a better rebounder because Ray Thompson is out. He's our only big guy. He did that against Iowa, and he did that against Northwestern. I just think that this team needs to find a way to find some offense because guess what? Blowing a 21-point lead is not acceptable for the players on IU, the staff on IU, or for any of the fans. And again, I agree with Mike Woodson. Fran McCaffrey, that was unacceptable. He should have been thrown out of the game. We had a one-and-one at the time that it happened, so we should have gotten two technical free throws and then a one-and-one after that. Would have changed the whole game, but we never should have been in that situation. Northwestern game was something that I did not expect. I honestly wasn't worried about Northwestern at home, y'all. I wasn't. Because usually IU plays so good at home that I'm usually not even worried about any opponent that comes into Assembly Hall. As, believe it or not, I worry more about teams that are trash in the Big Ten coming to Assembly Hall and beating us than the, than the better teams because the fans get into it. The players play with more energy with good teams than they do horrible teams. And it's not just Indiana. I think that a lot of college teams do that as well. But I honestly thought we were going to beat Northwestern. Like, I wasn't worried about them coming into Assembly Hall and beating us. They kept it at a 13-10 to 10 point game literally the whole game. And don't let that one-point loss fool you. We are down by, like, 10 with, like, a minute left. And Northwestern would always make one of two from the free throw line. And then guess who? Jalen Huchofino would go down and hit a big shot. So that was the reason why Indiana came back. If they played with the fire they had like that for 40 minutes, we would have blown them out. But I don't know why they, they don't do that. I don't understand why they can't play with that fire for 40 minutes at a time. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. And that Northwestern game was more disappointing to me than the Iowa game. Jalen and Trace were the only two people on our team that could score. Everybody else seemed like they couldn't do anything. And that's what comes with a young lineup, y'all. I mean, we have two starters out. Two of our four best players are out. Our four best players are Trace Jackson Davis, Jalen Huchofino, Xavier Johnson, and Race Thompson. Those are our four best players by far. We have guys playing more heavy minutes that aren't used to playing that much at all. Jordan Geronimo. Not used to playing much at all. He got heavy minutes. Tamar Bates is into the starting lineup. 
Malik Renew playing more minutes than he's used to. Well, actually, I don't know about that. He didn't play that many minutes in these past two games. But he's going to have to step up and play more if, if we want to win. IU plays two games this week, one at Penn State and one is at home against Wisconsin. Believe it or not, I think we're taking two Ws. Call me delusional. Call me stupid. Whatever you want. I can almost guarantee Indiana's winning two games this week. One, because we're unranked, as we should be. Whenever IU gets ranked, they play with such like they have a target on their back, which in some ways they do. But also at the same time, when you're number 15, you don't necessarily have as big as a target on your back than when you're top five or top three. That's not how that works. They feel like that they're better than so much, so many other college basketball teams that they don't play with as much energy. Now that they're unranked, I can almost guarantee you that when the media and non-Indiana fans start paying less attention to them, they'll start playing better. I feel like they have more pressure on them when they're ranked and they feel that pressure and they play worse because the pressure is weighing them down. Now they've got nothing to lose. I mean, you went from a two-seed of March Madness all the way down to, I think, a nine now is what they're projected. What do you have to lose? You're one and three in the Big Ten. You've lost five games already. I guarantee you they come out with two wins. Now, that's not going to put us back in the top 25, but what it should do is it should help us gain some confidence playing on the road at Illinois. Three and three in the Big Ten, that should move us up in the standings. It's just IU playing on the road on the Big Ten does not match. It doesn't match at all. At Penn State is honestly going to be tougher than most people may think. Purdue played at Penn State and played phenomenal against them. Penn State is better than most people think. I believe that so many teams in the Big Ten this year are better than people think. Nebraska is still pretty bad, but they're better than what people think. Penn State is better than what people think. And Rutgers is better than what people think. So, Penn State is not going to be some cupcake. We lost to him on the road last year. And I'll tell you what, Jalen Pickett, that dude is a stud. When I look at Penn State's roster, and I'm like, who do they have on their team? Who do I want to stop? Who needs to be shut down for Penn State in order for us to win the game? That's Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett is literally a walking bucket, I'm telling you. And he can give IU trouble. He can give IU 30 points. I mean, watch. He'll give us 26-27. But we need to bounce back. Mike Woodson, I still think he's a good coach. Like, Mike Woodson can make adjustments to win basketball games. It's all about execution and working hard. Two things that we've been awful at this year. Awful. And to sit up here and say that maybe, okay, maybe it's a stretch that I'm, I, I'm saying that they haven't worked hard. I don't know. I haven't seen them in the offseason. But by the way, Coach Woodson's post-game interviews are going, press conferences, whatever. He says 
at the end of the day, you got to work hard and they're outworking us. Which just says to me that they're not working hard at all. Guys, you got a big target on your back because you're Indiana University, but you should always be ranked in the top 25. That's how this program should go. There should never be a year where Indiana is not in the NCAA tournament as a top six seed. Never. Not a single year. We're too good of a program. IU fans, we want to talk about us being in the same caliper program as Duke and Kentucky and Kansas and North Carolina. But guess what? We're not there. And this year, none of us are there. I mean, we're at the point where college basketball is shifting from the blue buds we have now to different ones. You know what I mean? This year, what's happening? Indiana is unranked. Kentucky is not that good and unranked. North Carolina is unranked. Kansas is the only blue blood that's good. And Duke, it's not that good this year. They, I mean, all of us have already taken at least four L's. I mean, and part of me wants to be optimistic about it and say, oh, well, there's no chance that all of us go out in the tournament as an 8-9 seed. Because when does that happen? Duke, Kentucky, UNC, Indiana, all being an 8-9 seed in the tournament? No, at least one of them is a top three seed each year. So how is it possible that it's like this? Some of them got to bounce back, right? And that's why I think Indiana will. I think Indiana will bounce back. Honestly, IU has not played teams in the Big Ten yet that are that good. We are yet to play the heart of the Big Ten. We're yet to play Purdue. We're yet to play Wisconsin. We're yet to play Michigan State, Illinois. Like, some pretty good teams in the Big Ten we're yet to play. It's going to be an uphill battle from here. But Indiana knows one thing. One, they got a lot of talent on their team. They're too talented for the team to not make the NCAA tournament. Two, They've got one of the best fan bases in the nation to support them. We will always support the Hoosiers, good or bad. There are some fans, a.k.a. Tim Weaver, that we don't claim as a fan because sending a letter to a player telling him that he sucks as a leader and that he's a quitter is absolutely unacceptable. No matter how frustrated you get at, at a player, especially a college kid that's in their early 20s, they take that stuff to heart, man. Whether they say they do or not, they take that stuff to heart. Because a lot of them sink in how many fans they're, they're trying to impress on a day in and day out. So, especially Trace, who, in my personal opinion, I believe that Trace thinks that if he doesn't um, make IU have a, a, a tournament run to at least a sweet 16, then he's almost not succeeding expectations. And Archie Miller destroyed our program. A thousand percent Archie Miller destroyed our program. But Indiana, our players, our fans, our staff, I would run through a brick. I would run through a brick wall for y'all, man. I would absolutely run through a brick wall for Indiana. The university itself, 
the players, the staff, the fans. I'm not giving up on this team. No matter how much disappointment they brought me because they can't break a zone in college basketball, there's one thing that I will always have about the Indiana Hoosiers. And that one thing I will always have is passion. You can come at me at Twitter and talk crap to me about IU. That's fine. You will never get in my head. Or you will never make me quit from being an Indiana Hoosier fan. Never. And I'm not giving up on this team, man. I'm not giving up on them. I want to be optimistic about it. I believe that there are some factors that are making us play worse than we are now, but we got to adjust to it. The younger guys in practice are going to get used to the speed. Geronimo, Tamar Bates, those guys, Trey Galloway, the guys that get more minutes, are going to adapt, and they will be fine. I guarantee you we pick up two wins this week, and you guys will be not as sad anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm thankful that we got this out of the way early in the Big Ten play because if we had this issue at the end of the Big Ten and then towards the Big Ten tournament, our placing in March Madness could drop at least three seeds. Right now, with three losses in the Big Ten, if we finish with only seven or eight losses in the Big Ten, you're going to get a bid. You're going to get a bid in the March Madness tournament pretty easily. And I think that they're going to do exactly that. I think they're going to finish with only seven or eight losses in the Big Ten. Indiana has 16 total games left in the regular season. I know that seems kind of low. It seems crazy. It's like 16 games in the regular season. Yeah, it's because they only play once or twice a week. So we're talking about like eight weeks left in the Big Ten tournament and then March Madness. 16 games left. They've already lost three in the Big Ten. Um, if we only lose seven or eight Big Ten games, that means that we're winning 12 out of our last 16 games or 11 out of our last 16 games. I mean, that puts us at 13 wins in the Big Ten, and we're fine. So... Say whatever you want about the Hoosiers. This team will bounce back. This team will fight to the finish. And I still believe that this team will get a top five bid in the March Madness tournament. And I believe they'll get a, a top five seed mean bid. You guys know what I mean. And I believe they'll finish top five in the Big Ten still. Say what you want. Believe what you want. But I'm sitting up here on DW Sports right now, and I'll say this. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. You just got to believe that these boys will fight and fight and continue to fight. And the horrible situation that they're in, they will fight and they will bounce back from this. I believe Coach Woodson. I believe the players and fans, hopefully, I can believe you to support the Hoosiers through Big Ten play because it's going to be an uphill battle from here. Thank you, guys.
for joining into the show. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Make sure you're following our social medias. Make sure you sub to our YouTube. Let me know your thoughts about them Hoosiers. I'll see you on Thursday. Thursday will probably be a show about a pa- about the Pacers, I would assume. IU plays at Penn State Wednesday, and the Pacers, who are balling out right now. I say that every show. I love the Pacers, man. The Pacers wore my heart this season. They also play Wednesday in Madison Square Garden and play in the New York Knicks. We'll see if I do a show about the Pacers or if hopefully it's not another show about IU. If we take an L, I'll probably hop on here and talk about IU some more. Hopefully that's not the case, though. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host, Will Feller. See you guys on Thursday. Peace out from DW Sports.